Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. I uh, we're in a studio together. Yeah. It sounds fucking weird. I, I like. I, I here's the thing. We work at the radio company, right? Right. There's no one to help you at the radio company. You come in. You come into these rooms. This is the first time we've been together in a studio in over two years. Yes. Um. Great. Loving it. So happy to be here. Would you like to ask me any questions? Like, but but we, there were problems. Nothing's hooked up correctly uh-huh. in the fucking, at the radio company. So I've kind of said this sort of thing before, and I think you always think I'm a diva when I say it. You sound, well, because you come off like a diva when you say it. When I'm like, what, my equipment isn't hooked up properly and it doesn't work like, when I, I expect it to? I'm not even going to use headphones today, okay? You have to be the one that- But I now, guess, now are you, do you feel me a little bit? A little bit. Because let me tell you all what was where, as you know, the show is not live. It needs to be recorded. You would think one of the more basic things about doing radio is that at the radio place, you could record something. Well, you can. Yeah, where? Uh, there was there was the old uh, the old timey uh, 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 monophone underneath the. Uh... R- Ryan said to me like uh, the the computer thing wasn't working. He goes, "Let's record on CD." And I was like, "And then what will I do with it?" But Where will I have there to extract was something that from? to record. I don't even remember how to do that anymore. <laughs> I used to know. There's certain things that I haven't done in two years. Anyway, we are in New York City. We were at the SiriusXM offices, much to my chagrin. I know. I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, I came in today, and let me say, I've been telling you, I don't want to do certain things. I don't want it. I don't want. I don't want to be back in the office. Right. I was right. I maintain there's, that there's I was nothing right. Nothing that you've enjoyed about this. No. No, you come in, you have to, um, like, certain things I kind of want to say, hey, how long are we going to do this seriously? You have to, and we, this is an optional day that I'm here. I'm here because I have some meetings. Again, as I've always said, I'm happy to come in if there is good reason to do something. But you you have to fill out a... um, a, a checklist, like, like a che- like a help. Did you do yours? Yeah, of course. You uh, have to. You they don't let you pass the front door if you don't do it. You have to be like, I haven't had COVID. I haven't been around somebody that has COVID. I don't I, have a cold. I'm answering this truthfully. Uh huh. So, um, question: How long are we doing that for? I boo boy. Because what what like it like if I have a runny nose, do I just am I not allowed to come yes. in? Yes. That's what it says. If you, if you, there is, there is a, uh, it's question number one. Do you have symptoms of COVID, a cough, runny nose, sore throat, or congestion? You're never coming in here. If you answer yes, then they reject you and you're not allowed in. I would just like to point out, I live with an infant child now. Her favorite things are eating, shitting, and getting sick. Yep. That's all she That's does. That's all she does. And she babbles. But she's got a runny nose all the time. And so therefore you probably have a runny nose. Yes. All the time. Yes. Yeah. And so I it, it feels like you got to go through all these steps. Then you got to book a desk now. No one has no one has offices anymore right. unless you're like a high-level executive, which as I've said, totally okay with not having an office because having an office means they expect you to use the office. You know what's really funny is they took my name off my office. Uh-huh. And they took so there was a shared morning mashup office. Uh-huh. There was five of us in it. Yeah. There was really two people in it because like Stan, Nicole, and I, like for our seating area, there was a couch, a two-person couch that was supposed to be seating for Stan, mm-hmm. Nicole, and I. That mm-hmm. was our desk. It's just fine. But now I'm off the name and Nicole's off and it's just Stan and Piff's office. <laughs> it says Michael Piffer or Mikey Piff and um, Stanley Evans. Stanley Evans. So just, what about your producer? Isn't it his office? Yeah, that's the thing is he's gone off it too. So it's, I don't know where he moved to. Yeah, they, they, uh, uh, recently I got an email from somebody that was like, your desk is moving. And I was like, I don't even have a desk anymore, so I don't care. Then this is where I'm going. Every day when you come in, it's, we do this thing called hoteling. Yes. Which is kind of how it sounds. It's, it's sort of like, I guess, would be like if you were at a WeWork office. Yeah, you book a desk. Right. The problem is, and I've been here, I, I cannot stress enough, I was here for four minutes and then I walked into the studio to do this, where I, where my annoyance was ratcheted up to a ten by not being able to record the fucking show. And then I started talking. 
But in those four minutes, right? You walked I, in right before me. I went in. I put my stuff down at the desk I've booked. Yes. And already, there was there were things that I did not previously have to deal with. See, I've never worked in an open concept office. All right. Oh, so other people's noise. Yes, there yeah. is a woman on the phone, and she's the only person there. She, it is like a cubicle farm. Yeah. But she's the only farmer. There's no one else on the cubicle farm okay. yet. And she's got the loud on the phone job? I guess. Uh. She's like, you know, I don't know if this is going to be something that we have to worry about in the current climate with the markets moving the way they are. And I'm like, what? Is this going to be all day? Yep. Yeah. Because let me tell you, I said Simone babbles a lot, but I am far more, I'm far easier, it's far easier for me to work no, listening to her jibber jabber. You know that you're um, ahead of the curve right now. Right, like, like we're not reopening here for another two or three weeks. Sure, I'm sure it's going to get much better. They're going to fix all the studios. It's all going to work. Oh yeah, that's going to be the exactly same it's been mm-hmm. for the last 15 years. But the offices, I think there will be more farmers, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I would think. Yeah, but still, that's not going to make like again. You don't think it will that if there's more people in like more friendly faces because you've come into an empty office and the only person you know is me mm-hmm. and and so like we've seen each other in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. We talk to each other every day. Yeah. But you haven't seen a coworker that you havenven't seen in two years that you might go, oh, God, I missed you. I forgot you existed. No, I've seen most of them already. Also, again, I have, what I've realized throughout the pandemic is I have coworkers. Yeah. I don't have co-friends. All right? Fair. Maybe a couple co-friends. Yeah. I know what they're up to. I guess, but I, I, like, to, I like the compartmentalized friends. You're the worst at that. What do you mean? We hang out all the time. No, no, no. I like people that are like strictly desk friends that like never, it never goes beyond the confines of the break room. That our friendship exists in the break room. So you like, you like a relationship that has zero stakes. Yeah. That's like, like you go in to get a honey bun and that person's there getting creamer and that's the extent that you've ever known each other. And, and that's, that's like the perfect relationship. It's, it doesn't go beyond that. You're friendly with each other. You love each other in that moment. And then when you see them again, it, it makes you happy. But that's the thing. You could abandon that relationship at any time. Oh, and I probably will when, when that's, I- That's so why do you when, even need it? Because it's, it's enjoyable. I mean, you don't need your second coffee at noon, but you still go into Starbucks because you want something fun it's and enjoyable. It's because you want a shit, Ryan. That's why you do it. Otherwise, you would just have five-hour energy or monster. But you get what I'm saying. Yes. Just, you don't need that. You have to need everything. Okay, but e- even still, the idea that you have to fill out a questionnaire, like a passport questionnaire, don't worry, I'm not going to be into it. They're checking our papers. <laughs> I don't care. But, but it's just like... Are we doing this or not? This is your first commute. Yeah, we're doing it. Like, you know we're doing it. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, all right, so if we're doing it, what the fuck are these things going to do? These questions, like what? Oh, it, it's it's the, I'll admit, it's the equivalent of, um, you know, did you or anyone unknown to you pack your bags? Exactly. You know. Uh, no. No? I don't think I have COVID. <laughs> um, mm. But- yeah, I mean, it's they're gonna do it for a while. And who I I'm more curious about your commute because this is you have always lived in New York City and worked mm-hmm. in New York City. Now you live 90 minutes from New York City. Yeah. on a good day. That's a pain in the ass. That had to have been fun. Wasn't great. Do you at all regret your decision? Um, I did think about it a lot. I, I would say, if I had to come in five days a week, I would not do it. Yeah. I would just be like, I can't do it. But I think I have to come in like two days a week, so it's fine. What's the public transportation? Uh, It's Metro North. Oh, which is the good one. I guess. Are any of them the good one? There's three. Okay, there's three um, things here in New York City, right, for public transportation or mm-hmm. to the suburbs. Yeah. There's Jersey Transit, which is the worst public agency on the planet. Like, they're they're awful at what they do. Every step of the way, they're bad at what they do. Okay. There's Long Island Railroad. Which is just slow and drunk people. Mm-hmm. And then there's Metro North, which is like the one that functions the and is normal. The Connecticut type one. The Connecticut one that goes to New Haven and it runs on time and people are relatively normal. The conductors are nice. Okay. I don't know. I guess it's okay. Yeah. It seems fine. It's it's still just, I, I, I was like, uh, this is weird being a, a commuter boy. I don't like it. I will tell you what I'm doing because I'm coming in tomorrow too. You know what I did? I just got a hotel. 
I just okay. I just decided. So you live too far away. Well, it's more the fact that the only reason my mom is at my house now because Sarah actually has to come into the city tomorrow too. Right? Okay. So the idea is while Sarah and I are both in the city tomorrow, my mom will take care of Simone. So the only reason I would ever go home tonight would be to see Simone. Right. Sarah's an adult. I can explain to her that I'll see her again. Yeah. But my meeting here doesn't end till like 5.30. So I'm not going to get home till 7.30. Simone will be asleep. And by that point, I just, I'm going to eat, go to bed and come back. I mean, pre-pandemic, that was every father's life that worked in New York City. Yeah, and it was terrible. I know. I don't understand why people did it. Because of money. I guess. Also, it's one of those things where it's just the way we did it. Much like today, you got David Solomon, who's the CEO of Goldman Sachs, saying that they want to be back in the office completely. I was reading this yeah. in, the, I believe, the New York Times. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't work for a for a job like ours that's based on apprenticeship and all this stuff. We need to be in the office. And it's like, okay, we know how I feel about this. Yeah. But if you look a little deeper into it, in 2021, Goldman Sachs had their highest profits literally Ever. Right, but he's saying that we won't be able to continue that because we won't be able to train new people. That's what I heard in what you said, is that is that it's an on, you can't learn to do what they do on Zoom. That's that's what I heard. That's what you the, gleaned from that. We have no yes. knowledge on if that's true. No, but I believe it. I mean, I, I, I know that I couldn't teach someone to do my job on Zoom. You could, though. Maybe. It's going to take twice as long, and they're not going to be, it's not going to be the what? same. But but they would, if they were watching you, what would be different? Because you can only see so much. So you're saying that if I, if I uh, watch the Lakers play on TV, uh-huh. it's different. I am, I am learning less than if I go to every game. Having, now this is a definite um, exception, right? This yeah. is a definite. But having my first courtside experience two weeks ago, uh-huh. that's a definite yes. Okay. You can you can get so much more by being there than you will ever see on the television. And I honestly think that's true for the nosebleeds as it is for courtside. I'm gonna disagree with you due to the zoom function. Like not 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 zoom the app. I'm talking about like zooming in, camera angles, things like that, things you may miss. Well Tips. it's it's the difference between what you're shown and what you choose to see. I think you could teach somebody to do a radio show via Zoom. Sure, I guess. I, I just, I, I sure. I mean, you're right. You absolutely could do it, but like, it's of lesser quality every time. Like that's that's is is this is where you just won't give in because you're you're saying it, but you have no actual proof. Because because it's it's, it's, it's an intangible. Case. It's an intangible. It's the difference between. Um, I do. I'm trying to think of a of a good one, but they always say you know something tastes better before it went to a franchise. It's that sort of thing. And like, again, can, can you prove that the original Five Guys Burger from DC mm-hmm. is just as good as a Five Guys Burger from uh, Salina, Kansas? You probably could. Can you? Uh, the counterpoint. Did you, did you is, get it though? I, no, I get your argument. Yeah, but I don't know if you can tell me it's certainly different. I mean, it's certainly different, but is it better? Is it worse? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the and 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 by all means, I mean, I think evidence points to the fact that what evidence Zoom is the backup. What evidence? Yeah, but that's it. That's the evidence. Zoom is the backup. Zoom isn't the pri- everyone doesn't go, "Yeah, let's zoom." I mean, like most people would rather do something in purpose in person. Work related? Uh, yeah. No. Depends on what you're doing. Okay, if you say, are you? I can't believe all how right, many all times right. we're going to have this argument, but you I'll do almost, it again. You almost bought a house. Yeah. Your inspector only does Zoom inspections. Okay, fine. I said work-related. Yeah, that's work-related. His work him. His work is I work from home. Okay, well, I wouldn't go with that inspector. Exactly. Okay, counterpoint. Hey, we're getting to, we're getting together to have a half-hour meeting on the state of, uh, on what logo we're going to choose for the, the new radio station. Uh, do you want to come in and meet about that, or do you think we just knock that out online? I mean, like, the real, here, the real thing here is it isn't coming in. You're not talking about... Being in a physical, like you're not ta- your your argument isn't that it's together better physical. It's the pain in the ass to get together. Is that your argument? Is you're not saying that it's that it's better when it's on Zoom or that it's better when it's in person. You're saying it's just a pain in the ass to actually get together in person. So I don't feel like doing it. So therefore, I'd rather do the less. I think that people have a lot more freedom and and control of their own lives when they're allowed to to work remotely. In the sense that sure. yeah, it's a huge pain in the ass. To, to if you can accomplish okay here's the thing 
you uh you're gonna go you you've gone to los angeles as we talked about when we were just debating uh airplanes and stuff via the tournament of stuff you yeah. recently went to los angeles yeah you flew there right you could have driven why right. did you fly it was faster and it was easier right cheaper and easier and yeah but it's it's actually is cheaper okay it's cheaper and faster so but i don't gain anything unless i wanted to see nebraska okay but what i'm saying is in this scenario yeah if if you can accomplish the same thing faster and cheaper uh-huh why would you not do that i right and that's that's what we're is we're we're arguing about the same thing is you think that it's the same and I, you think doing something on Zoom is the same as doing it in person and I don't. And so that's where our disconnect is. Is you're saying it's the same thing and I'm like, it's not even close to the same thing. I think it's certainly the same thing. No, I mean, and, and, and just like your your car is broken. Your mechanic only works by well, Zoom. I'm not saying it's 100%. We yeah, discussed but, this. But for our, my profession. Ryan, this is the first time we've done this in the same room in two fucking years. So I'm, yeah, for your profession, I'd say it's pretty much the same thing. Uh does this everyone no, listening no, at home no. do you feel an energy do you think it's different hi dude you're so off i'm sorry oh god watch, the watch how many entertainment watch how many... through your speakers because ryan and i are looking directly at each other and i can scream into his stupid face as opposed to just yelling into the ether in my own house watch how many messages we're gonna get saying this was better oh we were so good <laughs> They'd be like, I don't know. And I'd be like, you know, maybe it did sound better, but it was more of a pain in the dick for me. Couldn't fucking record there's, it. There's, Had to get here. There's no part of you. What's, what's, what's I, what I find most fascinating about your argument, right, yeah. is that there's really no part of you that you just don't want to give into it. It's like, I know you can see that there are places that, that, or that being on Zoom is a disadvantage in about 80% of situations. 80? Yeah. 80. I just think here's the there's thing. those quick decisions. You're right. You don't need to run into the office. You can handle it on Zoom. Something you would do on a phone, like like is something you would have done pre 2020 on a phone call. Yeah, is where you should use Zoom today. But if you had said in 2020, I need to go well, see that person rather than calling Zoom. them, you should still use the phone. That's the other thing that we're going to get into in a second. You don't always need to pop your camera on just to fucking look at somebody. No, but I'm saying that if pre pre 2020, you would have thought that a phone call didn't suffice, then a Zoom doesn't either. Okay, you don't think. God. How many meetings? How many meetings did you have pre twenty twenty that everyone's like, yeah, we can call in? A fair amount. I mean, there were some, right? But not all of them. And and listen, you know that you know that I should be on your side on this because I have argued forever. The swimming with sharks, Kevin Spacey, never go to a meeting that can start without you. Mm-hmm. Like I should be on your side on this. But always good to be on Kevin Spacey's always side. Always good to be on Kevin yeah, Spacey's yeah. side. But yeah, I, 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 I still see the value in most things and doing it in person. And sure, I'm with you. It should be flexible. If you can plan ahead and get your in stuff done in 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 office stuff done and you want to go sit on the beach in Boca for a Friday, go. I think where my issue truly lies is it comes down to control. And I haven't seen most company leadership anywhere not our company i'm talking anywhere be like you got to be here and here's why because i think it's just we you got to come in because we're going back to normal we're going back to the way it was and that argument doesn't really hold in any other facet of society no one takes horse and carriage places we have cars no one you know no one's like hey we're going back to the way it was because that's the way it was no things move forward things change i'm not saying that every job needs to be done remotely i don't even think that's true right i'm saying i think you're saying it's it's funny we're, we're saying literally the opposites of one another um, is is that you th- you think that I'm saying that 80 percent of things can be done remotely? You don't. No, you're oh, saying okay. what I hear is you don't think there's ever a reason to come back to the office. You say burn the office. I- I'm saying for a lot of things that that people think they need to be in the office for, they don't. It, it, I, but we're saying the, the opposite. Like you're saying more things. That, I think we can meet in the middle on this. I mean, I, yeah, and I I think I think there is a meet in the middle, but. What happens immediately, like if you're able to cover stuff on Zoom immediately, five years from now, lots of shit's going to start falling through the cracks. And, and but the you're more, just saying that you have I know no it. evidence. I have, you're right. I have no evidence. I can't point to it. But wait five years. 
Wait, that's, uh, that'll be my evidence. Is is let's see, let's let's let everyone go to Zoom and we'll see what start the people. I listen, that's all I'm asking. It's going to be a trend. It's going to be a trend, right? Is that the people that work home will eventually be phased out? Hard disagree. I I know, but I I think right now where like where the number of people working from home today, right, mm-hmm. or like back to normal, whatever your company is, the number of people working from home today, five years from now, that will be cut in half. Because because people are hungry for amb- or, or promotion, they are hungry for more money, and the people that want to be ambitious, the people that want to get promoted, are going to come into the office and they're going to be in their boss's office every time the person at home on their Zoom meeting isn't, oh, and yes. they're going to be the ones that get promoted. They're going to be the ones that move up, and that's how it works. If you think your boss, your high up bosses, who's further in their career, is going to bother being in their office, I think that's why they're. To. I think that's why they're in the high position. No. Do you what? listen? I just know how many bosses I have that, for no fucking reason, are here two hours before me and leave an hour after me, and it's no one telling them to do that. That's how they got to that position. But that's always been bullshit. Yeah, I know. The it's whole bu- idea I know that it's... you show up at seven a.m. and leave at eight p.m. and that makes you I, a good worker is fucking stupid. I agree. But those, the, the, that's who people recognize as the good workers, and over time. The people that stay home are going to get left on the sideline. But don't you see? Don't you see that I am arguing that we can change the metric, and you're saying no. I'm I saying, want the old metric. Let's I, no, use that. No, I'm saying that the old metric is too hard to get rid of. That That's the, a fucking awful argument. That's like being like, "Hey, should we get rid of slavery? I don't know. It's pretty ingrained. No, you're saying maybe rid- we should keep it around. You're saying get rid of ambition. You're no. saying tell those people to be less ambitious." How come just because you're I at home- I think ambition how, is how, stupid. Why are you equating ambition to showing up at the office? Because that's, that's a that's a false equivalency. It's is it? I mean, yes. it's one way to it's one way to demonstrate ambition. Another being there. way to demonstrate ambition is to do your fucking job. Yeah, I know, you, but if you're not there, you can't do your job. That's not what the no. You can only. I guess what I'm saying is like you don't. Oh, people it, are gonna say this is better. This is annoying. It is is if you're not there, you don't know the extra work that needs to be done. You have to be told what to do. Whereas if you're in the moment, you can see a curveball coming and head it off. You can't do that from Zoom. Ryan, I don't know if you just aren't in touch with your job being at home. I can still see curveballs. You can see, but but not all of them. You're a little blind. What? But again, if no one's in the... I'm saying you might not need the office at all. I, I, I And you're right. And listen, if you're right, if nobody comes into the office, I'll be shocked. But I still think that there is a group of, of eager beaver, overambitious workers, because I'm one of them, that will show up. And those people that show up will quickly eliminate those who don't. Mm, I'm willing to take that chance. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like, I am comfortable enough in my ability. Think about all those companies you hear about, the, the Silicon Valley companies that would have, um, you know, nap pods or unlimited vacation yeah. time or anything. This is going to be that. Yeah, but those they nap- attracted top tier talent. Right. But those nap pods were so you wouldn't leave work. I understand. So, but if, if you're still delivering at a high level, I think you're going to be allowed to work from wherever. I oh, just don't understand why we would have this opportunity to open up it, to open it up a little bit. And instead now that we're coming out of it, we're like, let's dial it back. Do you want 2020 again? Do you want that? Like, no, in the, no, I'm talking I, January, not, I'm talking pre-pandemic. Well, and listen, you've got it. My side of the argument is too, right? And maybe, maybe this is where I'm missing you is that if you don't want to be a vice president, like, if you don't want, and I'm not talking to you, but anybody yeah. in general, if you don't want to be a vice president, if you don't want all that responsibility, if you don't want to move up the corporate ladder, then yeah, this is fucking great for you. Mm-hmm. You can, you will be able to sit comfortably in a job and make a nice salary and have a work-life balance. You realize you sound like an old man, right? Okay. You sound I mean, like an old man. Why? Because what you've just said, you, you, your entire argument, by the way, mine has been performance-based. Yeah. If you do your job, you should grow. Right. Yours has been show up. It sounds like fucking antiquated bullshit. Like just put your shoes on, I, put your dress right, and get there, and you'll climb the corporate ladder. I just really do believe that the people that show up will do better. Just be, be, that is my personal experience. That I am not the best at what I do, but I showed up, and that, and and that, that's my secret. Oh, thank you for telling me how the world works. I didn't realize we're talking to a group of at-risk teens and just saying, just keep one foot in front of the other. You too can have success. Jesus Christ. Can we talk about one aspect of working from home? Though I read an article that was interesting. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I want to hear what you think about this. 
By the way, we'll probably get back to the tournament of stuff tomorrow. Should anyone be tuning in for the tournament of stuff? Well, maybe we'll we'll, we'll see a judge and bring one maybe, in. Maybe, yes. Should should somebody walk by that you know. But I, I there was an interesting article that I saw. I'm, I, I, there's no other way to say this. I saw a bunch of women passing it around. Okay. And I said, okay. And they were all, like, every so often, something strikes me as... Um, I don't know how to put this. Are you writing me a note or are you writing a note for yourself? I'm writing you a note. See, we're in person, so Ryan's... Yes, I, I know, I have it. Okay. Um, R- Ryan was letting me know that we got about half the show left, so I got to get to this topic. Um, the Every so often I see something and I know that I'm going to come across as like, there'll be a point in this discussion where there'll be like, this guy hate women? And I'll have to be like, no, I don't. But let me, let me sh- t- tell you this piece. It's a... Um, I sent it to you before. It's called A Case of Zoom Dysmorphia, uh-huh. and it's by Anne Helen, I believe. She has a substack. Substacks are a big thing these days. What's They're a bas- substack? It's basically like a blog, from oh. what I can gather. Okay. But see, things evolve. That's what you should learn yeah. from, from the working at home. So it's Anne Helen Peterson wrote this, and more or less, the issue is that women, because I, I, I read the article, I didn't see any mention of men for the most part. If I recall. No, but I didn't. T- I mean, like I took it as being written by a woman, but there was nothing in it that uh, I felt was gender specific. I took it as the, the person I saw. Well, anyway, basically it argues that Botox, um, cosmetic uh, uh, surgery, things like that are at an all time high because people can't stand looking at themselves on Zoom. I didn't get that far in the article, um, but I see the connection from what I did read. I got as far, no, I'll tell you, I got as far as as her just basically saying that um, how low people's self-esteem were after being, you know, a teacher being watching themselves on Zoom all day or a person in meetings all day that, you know, it will plummet your self-esteem looking at yourself. Okay, to which I say, where does this end? Okay, like like we're we're doing remote work, and now a problem with remote work is that you can't fucking deal with your own face. <laughs> it's one reason why I hate it. I, I like like there's certain things that are written, and I know that your argument to me is always, well, we don't have to talk about things. Why can't you just let something go? Fine. Yeah. But this starts getting passed around because I've seen multiple people, and I'd be like, w- shut up. So wait, what's your objection? My objection is just, okay, now you're not okay with your own face. And like somebody somebody posted this, somebody that I follow said, reading this and thinking about the many men I work with who try and pressure women to have their cameras on in Zoom meetings. Also thinking about the not numerous enough all women meetings I have where we can all keep our cameras off and get our shit done. It's like, what? Like, like is this a, an actual problem? I, 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 listen, I don't know. Maybe it is. I want to read a selection from the article. Okay. Part of the problem of Zoom dysmorphia then, like, is this, I don't know if this is a real term we're dealing with or something this, this author created, is that no one is supposed to look at their faces all day. But the deeper problem is that women are trained to dislike those faces, not because they don't look like their own, but because they don't look like the ideal Supple but not plump, smooth but not shiny, made up but not overly so, alert but not aggressive, listening but not overly eager, not too pale for white people, not too dark for people of color, with nothing about their demeanor, their accessories, their hair, or their teeth that reads as unprofessional, so often code for looks poor, fat, not straight or cisgender presenting, and or, quote, black. Now, I will say there is an element of truth to that. Yeah. However, if we're speaking honestly... Do we think that's only on Zoom? No. no. So, what is the problem? Then? Well, I, I mean, I like, mean, look, it's not good. Okay, I get, I get the, I get that there are real concerns there, and there are real things. But like, if you look fat on Zoom, and you think people are like, oh, that person looks fat, we're also saying it in person. Yeah, but, 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 but everything. I guess what the the point is is that Zoom is forced camera time. There's nowhere else in society, for the most part. Where we're forced to be on camera when we don't want to be. But but you uh, so selfies selfies are a choice. You can choose to take a selfie. You can choose not to. You can choose which selfie you put out. So you're telling me if you call grandma, you can choose to be on Facetime. You can choose not to be on Facetime if you're calling your friends. But Zoom is forced. You have no choice. Yeah. But to look at yourself when you so, don't want to. So if you're telling me, and again to 
circling back to remote work or in-person work, you're telling me that if you felt you looked like shit today, right? Uh Let's say you were like, I look terrible, but I got to go to work. You think it's different going to work feeling like you look like shit versus doing Zoom calls feeling. Yeah. Why? It's just because I feel like in person, if you look like you get the whole person, you get everything. Like you get to see, whereas Zoom, it's just a square. It's not, I don't know. It, it's just, it leaves a bunch out. It, it, I, it, it, it personally, yeah. I'd rather be in person than on camera. Because, okay, let's put it this way. Yeah. I know when someone in a conference room takes a picture of me. Now, I know no one's doing it on Zoom. I know I'm being paranoid, right? No, I've definitely done that when people look weird or yeah. stuff's going so on. Yeah, so I know in the conference room when someone's taking a picture of me because they have to pull their camera out and they have to stick it in my face and take the picture. Now, but when I'm at home, Control-Alt-Delete and they can send it around everywhere. That's not how you would do that. But or Control-Alt-Print screen, sorry. Um, the, Print screen. The, the, but, but, okay, fine. But again, it just seems like we're getting really into the minutiae of like, no, I get to work from home now, but now I have to put on my camera. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Am I am I wrong? No, I, you're not wrong. But but uh, but also, I think you do have to like understand from somebody who doesn't like being on camera, like Zoom is torture. It's absolute torture. It's just, I guess I'm reading this whole thing and it's like for women, the authors of the study point out, this is like, again, from the piece, the camera can amplify self-presentation costs as they are often ascribed lower social status and judged more harshly, suggesting that being on camera could be more stressful for women than men. And my answer to that is, unfortunately, I don't think this has anything to do with the camera. Okay, I do. No, no, no. I'm saying like women... Are, ju- are, pro- are probably judged more in their appearance more than men to begin Absolutely. with. Absolutely. So the camera is, it's, all right, The magnifying glass. No, but it's happening regardless. I don't right. understand how this is a Zoom problem is what I'm saying. Well, no, no, no. They're saying it's not happening regardless, that if they're working remote, you can do a phone call and you never know what the person looks like. So it's not happening regardless. Like Zoom is is forced camera time. No, but I'm saying it, the, the implication in this, Ryan, though, is if you didn't have Zoom, you'd probably be going to work, right? Yeah. So it would be happening regardless. Well, the other thing too, and this isn't this isn't gender specific. This could be male or female, but it just be if you have your camera off. I assume you're not paying attention. If your camera's off, you're doing something else. You're eating lunch. Maybe it's innocent. Maybe you're eating lunch. You don't want people to see you chew. Maybe you're Jeffrey Tubin. Maybe know. you're Jeffrey Tubin. Maybe maybe you're you're having the, there's you're visiting with other people. You might be on another call. I've suspected people have had, like there's been incidences during the pandemic where people have had literally another job and they're doing two meetings yeah, at once. You have to imagine that that's happening. Of course more. it's happening. So so when someone turns their camera off, yeah. I assume they're doing something else. Okay. But you don't assume that they're a woman or man who just finds themselves to be too hideous to look at, do you? No. Uh, that's then that's and I, I guess that's what I'm saying is the problem is if that's something you are dealing with that you don't like being on camera, then you might be the most attentive greatest worker in the world. But because of that one thing, people might think you're goofing off. Well, this is interesting. For junior workers, the camera made them more conscious of ways to prove their engagement to superiors. Is that bad? No, that's good. Yeah, that's like what. You know, uh, always having your camera face on, always monitoring to make sure you don't have, quote, resting bitch face, a.k.a. a woman's face when not smiling enthusiastically to assure all others of their value. It's like, all right, okay, author. All right. I fucking get it. I see what you're doing. I think it's funny that you read this and didn't come across as like, it was a woman selected article. I, I no, I guess just because I understand. I listen. I, I I very much identified with the paragraph in there that she said. No matter how she takes a selfie, it looks awful. Because no matter how I take a selfie, it looks awful. Yeah, I'm not always happy with how I look. In fact, I rarely am. But like, I, I it's what you look like. Yeah, but there is there there is definitely. I mean, like, dude, someone taking photos of me and me taking photos of me. If you wanted to do a gallery, there's a massive difference. Um, like a photographer, when I'm not thinking about it, can capture me and actually make me look good. I have never once taken a selfie You're where I went, "Wow!" <laughs> never once. Your dating profile must just be terrible. Seriously, there are hacks to discourage you from staring at your face. One clergy member told me she places her sermon over her face on screen when she does Zoom church. Others put post-its on their little square. Many like like I just. 
I didn't realize that Zoom calls were like, you know when you're on the treadmill? I mean, I know you hate going to the gym and using machinery as opposed to riding out in the... In the wild. But but you know when you're on the treadmill and you cover the, the time with a towel? Yeah. I didn't realize that people had to do that with their own friggin' face. Yeah. Just to get through the day. Yeah. Because it's all you concentrate on. I, dude, I totally get it. If I have FaceTime calls with somebody, I'm looking at me the entire time. This is just a little aggressive, though. The, the, there are hacks to discourage you from staring your face than what I just said. Many of the various video con- conferencing programmings, most recently Teams, you know, the Microsoft uh-huh. one, now allow you to self-hide. But these fixes feel akin to handing out rape whistles on college campuses. The real problem isn't that people don't have any mean, have a means to yell for help. The problem is rape culture and a campus social uh, societal environment that permits if not outright encourages it. Whoa. That's a little much. Whoa. You're telling me that asking people, and I guess specifically women, to have their cameras on is akin to rape culture. I think I just I don't, disagree. I don't think it's akin to... Have I, we hit the point in the oh. conversation where somebody listening at home goes, I guess he hates women? Are we there now? Come on, you really don't see that. It's it's not saying that it's the same as rape, but it's saying that it's played out in the same way. It's saying that, the that problem, it's a societal problem yeah. to ask people to have their cameras on. No, yeah, well, the, yeah, the problem the problem isn't. Uh, I'm well, not even gonna try to get. You fucking ninnies! It's what you look like. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you hate your face. No one loves their face, but there is an element. Like this is where I can tell you that remote work, you do need to see people. Yeah, I know, but like you don't have to. Like imagine walking into a, 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 a every meeting you walked into. Yeah. Not only do you see everyone sitting around the conference table, but there is a mirror shining back at you. That there is a mirror in front of your <laughs> face. You realize how stupid this sounds? People you, are like, oh God, I'm depressed. What what happened? I saw my own reflection. No, but like you're, you're a fucking groundhog. You're never like, forced I to just, look at yourself all day. It is something new. You've got to admit, at least it's something new. I guess. I don't know. I've always been very... Also, maybe it's just because cis male, but I just am like, well, this is what I look like today. And I have... um. Uh, truthfully, what's helped a lot with this is having a child. Now, I think you do have a problem if your boss, if your boss doesn't have kids. I've often thought that because uh-huh. I think there's a a lack of true understanding about what parents at home may be dealing with. Okay, but it's like again, if you judge somebody based on what they look, you're shitty to begin with. Okay, listen, it now doesn't happen. Of course, it does. <laughs> yeah. You can go, if you go into work and you look like shit, you ask me, would you rather go into work and look like shit or be on Zoom and look like shit? Mm-hmm. If you go into work and look like shit, you can forget. Even in, even, even in your like worst moments of depression and sorrow, something can make you laugh, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're walking through the office, you can forget until you go into the bathroom and walk past a mirror and go, oh God, I look like shit. But when you're on a Zoom call, it is in your face the entire time. There's no forgetting. There's no getting distracted. It is shoved on you. And if you think you look bad every day, then it's shoved on you every day. Oh, bro. I mean, I'm sorry if people feel that way. I just I just think it's, it's a ridiculous argument to make. Like, look, I do think I am... I guess I'm a bad male because I, I am part of, like, cameras probably should be on, at, at, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Um, but now, look... I guess much if we, you know, fast, if we rewind the show 20 minutes, hey, I guess if you're producing at the same rate, why should I judge somebody if they don't want to have their camera on? That said, I feel like this is a minor issue compared to the other major issues we've been able to overcome due to working on Zoom. I, I guess, right? But but if there are things that make you sad and things that make you depressed, and if your face is one of them, like it's 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 you're like how much do we accommodate for people listen where does it no stop? no 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 this isn't this isn't a stop you've got it you've got it if if you if, if if looking at yourself all day makes you uncomfortable makes you like it would be it's not so far off from having a picture of your dead child in your face all day it's the one thing no what? it's the one thing that makes you sad think about something that makes you sad think about something that makes you unhappy think about something that you don't like and then having that one thing displayed to you all day long <laughs> you've just got it you gotta I mean like if you don't like the if you're uncomfortable with the way you look and you have to stare at it all day long okay 
but that's going to suck. It would be it's really no different. But this is like the like like it's your fucking face. Like right, which in- means there's nothing you can do about it. That's even worse. You're stuck with it. You hate it. You hate the way you look. Kids bullied you in school and called you ugly. Your parents told you you were never going to amount to anything. Well, what and person are you creating here? And you've come to, to just not like yourself. And then you're forced to look at it all day. It would be like it would be like if you had. Also, a... you're not forced to look at. If you spend the whole meeting, you can you can do it. So only the person speaking shows up. If you spend the whole meeting looking at yourself, no wonder you hate your face. You're a crazy narcissist. You're you're somebody who looks at the imperfections on yourself and tries to consistently, I guess, uh, analyze them. Yeah. I don't know. Good God. All right. I just don't understand how you can't see it could be hard for some people. It's not hard for you. So it's not I mean like I hate it, but it's not that hard for me. But I can see how it could be hard for somebody. But like what percentage? It doesn't matter what percentage. I have sympathy for those people. Okay. I I, I guess I'm sorry if you hate your face <laughs> so much. Everyone. I feel bad for you. I, I, I understand. Ryan, uh anything else going on in the news or you want me to go on to my next Yeah, let's go on to the next thing. All right, well, Starbucks. This I thought was interesting. Starbucks is planning to phase out cups. Oh, so now there's a war on coffee? Stop. I like, well, also, like, when you read this story, it's like, what are they going to do? Just pour it into my hands? Well, like, what's what's very funny is you sent me the thing and you said uh, the, the, the headline was Starbucks to phase out iconic cups. And there's a picture. Of a white cup. Yeah, I've never even seen that. Yeah, but it's white. It's 100% white. The logo is on the sleeve. Yeah. The logo's not even on the cup. It's a plain white cup. Exactly. So it says the company's white, this is from CNN Business, or sometimes holiday-themed logo-emblazoned paper cups for hot drinks and clear plastic cups for cold drinks are are instantly recognizable symbols of the brand. But that's not entirely a good thing. Our cup is ubiquitous, and we love that," said Michael Kobari, Star- Starbucks chief sustainability officer. Oh, how do you think he got that job? Like, they had a meeting one day, and he was like, "No straws," and they were like, "Yeah!" I want right. to know what background do you come from? Do you come from a waste management background, or do you come from a marketing and uh, branding background? It's a good question. Right? I don't know because I do feel like most things companies do in order to look like they're going green are really just bullshit marketing tactics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, but it is also this ubiquitous, sim- ubiquitous symbol of a throwaway society. And it's like, well, yeah, it's a paper cup. That's right. because the cups are disposable. The article goes on to say, when they are thrown, when they are thrown away, the cups end up in landfills or as litter in streets and waterways. Some might be recycled, but recycling is an imperfect option. Recyclable items still end up in landfills. The best solution: eliminating the disposable cup. Kobori said that option. He called the Holy Grail. By 2025, the company wants every customer to be able to either use their own mug easily or borrow a ceramic or reusable to-go mug from their local Starbucks. That could mean rolling out a more, more borrow-a-mug programs that require deposit. Starbucks is also planning, by the end of next year, to let customers use their own personal mugs at every Starbucks in the United States and Canada, even if they order ahead or use the drive through how the fuck? I guess it'll be in some plastic jug. You then gotta pour into your own thing. No, they'll probably you'll stick your mug through the drive-in window and they'll fill you up and hand it back to so you. So how are you ordering that in advance? You you, yeah. I guess it just won't be ready for pickup. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna yeah. be in these things. You then have to pour into your own container. Right, or they'll have to pour it for you because otherwise it's still just waste. That but that won't be easy to do as most Starbucks customers are used to the simple, simple single-use option. But the company has a plan. Oh. To phase out disposable, Starbucks is considering a widespread borrow-a-cup program in which customers pay a deposit for a durable cup that they take with them and drop back off after use. Let me tell you, I hate this. Yeah. I hate it. Okay, but this is, and and this is the disposable part, right? Not because I don't want the environment to be better, but because I think people are disgusting. There's part of me that's like, just make paper lids and then we'll be fine. What do you mean? Like, I, it may, am I naive at this that if like we're th- like throw away as much paper in a landfill as you want? 
I guess. Right, because it's just it's just pulped tree, right? So like it's paper. It's it's. I don't know, but they're saying it still doesn't end up where it needs to go or something. Like I don't see paper as a massive problem. I see plastic the, the lids are a problem. The little the little the stoppers that they put in the lid to make it from spilling on you that's a problem. But if they, I don't see the paper cup as an issue. Here's my thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Let, I could be very wrong. Let's talk through two different options of this. Let's say they're ceramic cups. Yeah. I can't. I can't be walking around with a ceramic cup. No, but if you're in the store, right? If you have a coffee in Starbucks, there's no reason why you couldn't have a mug. Well, yeah, that's if you're staying in the store. What yeah. percentage of people get Starbucks and sit there? It's got to be relatively low. Yeah, well, especially because those people occupy those seats all day. Yeah, they don't and I move. think they already. I think you can already get a mug should you really want to. That's right. just like going to a restaurant. Yeah. However, I'm assuming they're not going to be ceramic because those would break, right? easier if you're taking them to go so you have to assume there'd be some type of hard plastic right which is yeah so they're just substituting paper for making more plastic that's what it sounds but like they're to me. reusing it so over time but you know when you have you know when you were like growing up and your mom would have like a plastic cup or you have a plastic cup it's like a tupperware type yeah and it would go through their wash and you would get used it and looked used, like shit and eventually it would be gross as fuck yeah and that's only with you using it yeah so you knew that it was ryan's germs all over this cup ultimately right i don't want some weird cup that's I don't like like what's to tell me that this cup hasn't somebody hasn't taken a shit in it and you're telling me yeah it's washed but still they could have happened I don't want this yeah I agree and I know I come now I come across as the one who's not moving society forward. No, I see this as way more wasteful and way worse for the environment because they're just going to make those. If they do ceramic, if they're all ceramic, fine. That's stone. That's no big deal. But if they start making plastic to go cups that are reusable, eventually those are those are going in the landfill, and that's plastic in a landfill compared to paper in a landfill. To me, that's worse. It's like, all right, in Seattle, Starbucks tested a beta version of this program, of such a program last year. We developed a new cup that had a very low environmental footprint, was lightweight, ultimately recyclable, and could replace 100 single-use disposable cups. This is one of their vice presidents said this. For a test, Starbucks customers paid a $1 deposit and had to return the cup to a smart bin located Wait, in this, the store to get their this dollar This is back. ceramic or plastic? Plastic. Okay. Customers it, also earned rewards for using the cup. So it's one to one, one hundred paper cups to one plastic cup. Yeah, it needs to be more like ten thousand for you, for you personally. Yeah, feel no, okay with like that. one to a hundred, a hundred paper cups to one plastic cup sounds fucking stupid. Like that is that is that is. Yeah, like how many cups are they using? Are they how many cups of coffee does Starbucks sell a day? And also, like, like figure that not necessarily in cups, but in biodegradable years. Right. That's you should be measuring it in biodegradable years, not in paper versus plastic, because that one I guarantee you, I don't I just I, it, that one plastic cup is going to take longer to biodegrade than the 100 paper cups. They said it. OK, I'm looking. That's idiotic. Starbucks uses it seems. OK, based on this, this one article, I they use about eight million cups a day. If it's paper, that's it's the plastic lids that are a problem. The paper doesn't. I mean, it's a it's just paper. Honestly, I would have thought it was more. I would have thought it was more cups that they used a day. Eight million seems low, doesn't it? Uh, that's about right. That's about right. I All mean, right. that's that's not shocking one way or the other to me. I mean, well, there's three hundred like worldwide. Uh, yeah, worldwide, maybe that's a little low. Maybe that's low. just America. US, I yeah. don't know, because yeah. that seems extremely low. Yeah, for worldwide, it seems low. So, but anyway, I just like I just wouldn't want to be, it, it just also seems like, let me tell you, this is how I would either, A, throw these away anyway, okay? Like, I would just be like, well, I guess coffee's a dollar more expensive. Or, this is just how I would end up with a bunch of fucking garbage in my car. Yeah. Like what will happen is you're going to, I I know me, I'll accumulate eight of them and then maybe I'll take them all back at once or maybe I'll just throw them the fuck away. They're, they're creating way more of a problem here. Also, didn't this all just get removed because of COVID protocols? Wasn't that the whole thing? You couldn't use your own cup anymore? Oh, because I, I believe that. That's how COVID spread. It was all in Starbucks. I mean, there was big... everyone trying to write their screenplays <laughs> and hang out, and that started COVID. The bigger problem is yeah. packaging. I mean, not mean? Starbucks packaging, but every time I open something, I'm like, why is there three layers of plastic on this thing? To protect it. Yeah, I know, but you three layers? Like, maybe let's cut it back to two. Maybe I, cut it back to I one. I have to imagine a study's been done. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think, I think that people just go, oh, this looks good. 
And they're not even thinking about the environmental, you know, All right. well, impact of it. Ryan, let's talk about tomorrow. I want to do a quick preview of tomorrow's tournament of stuff yes. matchups. Yes, what do we have coming tomorrow? Tomorrow. So I can prepare my argument. X-rays versus, do you remember what X-rays is up against? No. Pizza. Pizza. Ooh. X-rays versus pizza. That's sort of like a, a cheese versus Christmas type thing. That's definitely, I don't see how you're going to win that one. You were arguing for X-rays, but sure. And then dentistry versus the first day of summer vacation. Ah. Oh. Tomorrow is also the first day of the NCAA tournament. I know. So, I'm excited. You know, you get that going. You listen to the tournament stuff in the in the in the morning. Then you now are you have you filled out a bracket? I haven't filled out a bracket. I need to do that before tomorrow. I guess. Who do I? you think is going to win? Do you have any feeling? Uh, I it's I'll probably put Duke in. I also think Duke's going to win the title. Yeah. You think Coach K is really going to go out with a title? Yeah. I, it's be- just it's just also I feel like it's even though, um, you know. It's Duke. I feel like it's just safe every year to put them there. They're like, there's a pretty good chance. Who do you think is more consistently miserable, uh, Coach K or Jim Beheim in Syracuse? Oh, Coach K. Coach K, right? Yeah, he just looks grumpy all the time. He whereas, looks grumpy all the time. Whereas Beheim has a big smile, like you know when he's happy. That's true, but like Coach K, I still feel like he like. Remember like a couple years ago when he like yelled at their own crowd, and it's just like, bro. I I don't get. Because of my job, and, mm-hmm. and I've sort of trained myself to be this way, to like, yo, you got to be cool. I don't get starstruck often. I was there's there's one there's a, only a few people in the world that I can tell you when they've been in front of me, I've been oh shit. Who? Dave Grohl's one of them. Okay. And and Jim Beheim was the other one. I'm like oh shit, that's he's right. Uh, Jim Beheim. Yeah. I feel like we you could like meet Jim Beheim if you wanted to. Probably could, but there's just there's so because you know because when you go to Syracuse, there's so much lore around the guy. Okay, which is funny because you now realize like Syracuse is not that big of a place. It right. can't be that hard to run into him most places. He, you probably sat next to him at, at Zeb's once. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that is anymore. So, but regardless, so Jim Beheim, Dave Grohl, and that's the end of the list. For I, you. There's a, there's a couple, but those are the two that come to mind. Is there anyone else that you can name right now? I'd be curious. Uh, interesting. Roger Moore was a, was a, was kind of one. Roger Moore was he up here at Sirius? Yeah. Or yeah. Did you say hi? I got a picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi. He he was he was um. He was yeah, not in very good shape. Oh, no. Yeah, he had faded a little bit by the time I met him. But still, I met James Bond. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. Right? Anyway, any thoughts before we get out of here? No, nah, that'll be it. All right, well, this has been This Is Happening. Back tomorrow with more Tournament of Stuff. Wow, what a show it was. Just together again in the same room. Feels really special, doesn't it, Ryan? I don't want to look at your face anymore. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>